Yo fam, welcome to Let's Go with Nick Pags. This series is intended to empower you to break through your self-limiting beliefs and step into your personal power. You're the only one in your way, so if you're ready to step up and out, this is your show. Let's go. We're going to make it. We're a little iffy on battery, but we're going to make it. All righty. And this is recording. I didn't tell you that. The whole time. Yeah, we're going to put it on YouTube, too. Great. I can't wait. Guys, this is great. This is great because we're crushed in the back office of Performix House. We're going to tell you what that is soon. Beautiful space. Beautiful little space with endless supplements everywhere. And today, we are with my man, Harris. Harris! Applause, applause, applause! Thank you so much, dude. I appreciate the opportunity. Dude, I'm pumped. Yeah. So me and Harris just did like a two minute little overview of like, what the heck is this? What is this show? I'm like, I don't know. We're just doing it. So let's go. Uh, We're going to chat. We're going to learn things. Harris, let's get started right here. Who the heck are you? Uh, Give us your info. What do you do? Where are you working? Why? You know, what's going on? Give uh, us the lowdown. Okay. Uh, So my name is Harris. I am the director of recovery here at Performix House. Uh, I'm a PhD candidate at NYU Langone right now, finishing up a doctorate in developmental kinesiology, which which basically is occupational therapy, which basically is physical therapy, which basically is uh, making people work a little bit better. And the whole thing is, is my my point of view comes from that of a personal trainer uh, and a strength and conditioning specialist. Um, So prior to really pushing through an educational uh, focus. I was a personal trainer for Equinox for many, many years. When was that? Uh, so a couple different stints from 2012 to 2017. Okay. Also from 2008 to 2011. So there's like this little year off, had a daughter. I'm a father of Congratulations. two. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. Are you a father of two? I'm a father of two. Man, I got a... Uh, Serious? Yeah. Bro. Yo, this is why I love this show, because I think I know people. Like, you're my boy. And then we start talking, I'm like, shit, I have a lot to learn about Harris. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah man. How old? Uh, so I have a seven-year-old daughter, Pilar, okay. and I have a three-year-old monster. I call him Joaquin. Love it. Yeah. He's love a it. I call him Joaquin. <laughs> He's a jerk, man. Oh, I love uh, it. Prior to Equinox, um, I was uh, military. I'm Air Force, so I was, served in the 24th. Yo, I'm like mad at myself. Nah, How dude. did I not know this? We're good, man. We're good. Uh, Respect. That's, that's, not something, that's not something I drop a whole lot. Yeah. You know, that's, that's something I keep a, a little bit close to the vest. Um, you know, originally, I'm from the entire West Coast. That goes from Arizona, which is not the West Coast, but New Yorkers call it the West Coast. Mm-hmm. There's no water in Arizona. It's the West-ish. I'll give it to you. Alaska, Hawaii, you know, yeah. everywhere in between. Cool. That was, that, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. So what do you, so your position at Performix House, director of recovery, right? Direct, yep. I call you a physio. Yep. Is that like the correct term? So that is, that is not an incorrect term. Uh, I'm not a doctor of physical therapy. Okay. When, when I become a doctor, I'll be a doctor of occupational therapy. Got it. The difference uh, is simply that I look at things a little bit more from a neurological event right. Right, and a relearning uh, versus a physical therapist who's going to look uh, directly at some kind of injury or, or, or tissue. Okay. I'm going to shift this. Sorry. Yeah. Get it over here. Um, okay. 
So here at uh, Performance, really I'm charged with trying to change the point of view on uh, re workouts for recovery uh, and taking care of the athlete in between uh, their, their intense training sessions. And, right. and that, there's a lot of different ways we can, we can look at that. And, um, you know, it's stuff that you and me have gotten to go right. over, right, directly right. working on soft tissue stuff. But then also the work side of it, right. you know, and that's that's the big my big push is to get get people to realize that we can make you feel better mm -hmm. and, and we can make you perform better. But if you're hurting, the the way to get out of that pain, it's it still do the work. Right. You know, it's so I want to give the I want to give the viewers a little idea of what Performance House is because I think people get confused with what this space is. I certainly was when I started here. Like before I actually took the job, I actually wasn't necessarily completely understanding of what the space was. So I'm gonna give a quick lowdown. So Performance House is one of the most elite fitness spaces in New York City, maybe the country. Right? I would say. I would say. It's ridiculous rates of it's starting at $240 a month, goes up to $900 a month for membership. That doesn't include training and all other services, although some services, a lot of services are included when you go to that higher end membership. Um, but the beauty of, of Performance House and what makes it so insane is that it offers so much of what somebody needs or essentially almost everything of what everybody needs in their fitness life in one space. Everything for every body. Absolutely. It's 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 hard to like fathom that it all got under one house. Right. So like you could walk in forget like the beauty of the locker rooms and everything being dope and set up. If you're like the top tier member, you walk in, your stuff has been laundered and sitting in your locker. The amenities are amazing. Amenities yeah. insane. And then, and we're giving a huge shout out right now to the house, but then you walk in and, and it's just this ridiculously high energy space where you're training with a, 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 one of the top trainers in New York City, maybe the country, and then you're checking, y'all, Yo, this imbalance is hurting. Let me go see the physio. And you show up to Harris's office where he goes to work on not just soft People get confused at what this man does. Or, or people just don't get it until he puts his hands on you, which sounds weird. But he does this magic of connecting. Dude, like what you've done with my body in the time that we've worked out and hung out together. He'll just like assess, look. That's one thing I'm actually interested for the fitness guys. How the hell do you even, like, I guess it's, you can't even answer this because it would be hard for me to answer in a fitness setting. But just like, he'll walk up and he'll put his thumb on your shoulder and look at your hip and say like, okay, lay down. And just goes in on these all different areas of your body. And then, but this is what I love, says, cool, you'll feel good for a little bit. And if you don't do the work, you'll be back here tomorrow. But if you do the work, you'll be fine. That I love. Go hit me with there, it. I mean, and that's that's the whole thing, uh, convincing convincing people that you know so many of us we're not injured right now, not right now. We feel pain, but we are not currently injured. Mm -hmm. So the only way, the only path forward is to continue to work. And you either know how to do that, or you don't know how to do that. And if you don't know how to do that, go find someone who does. Right. Our physical therapy team, our massage therapy team does such a good job of, of educating the client slash the patient uh, and giving them the work to do, right. whether it's videos, written. Um, and, and you brought up a really great point that, that I just want to touch on. Like We have brought together so many 
fitness professionals. The the reason I jumped into performing styles because nobody knows who I am. Nobody knows physical therapists, even really great ones. They're mm-hmm. not they're not mainstream. Dr. Perry Nicholson is not mainstream. Um, uh, Dr. Charlie Weingrock is not mainstream. But these are the best people in the world at their job. What they don't have that some of the some of the trainers, yourself included, is is breath in right. the industry. And that's what's so cool is, you know, I walk in and there are just the energy in Performance House is second to none in any place I've ever been to. And it's not loud music. It's not right. it's not backflips, even though there's backflips. Right. It is the people and the energy and the constant pursuit of of pushing um, you know, personal evolution. That's huge. I, and you know, I, I love performance house for what it is. I also work other places. I'm a co-owner of ripped. And I would say the same thing about the energy there. It's just so, um, it's, it's incredible for what it does for the human soul and spirit, which is what I kind of want to start to tap into with you because we talked about it the other day. Um, the discussion of just like having, like you walk into this space and we'll just continue to go back to the house because that's where we train together. But when we walk in, like I, he was just doing right before this, where you're doing Stairmaster for how long? Five minutes Stairmaster with a little vest. And then he was wearing a weighted vest and then burpees to pull up for 20. So he's doing that. I had just finished a workout with a buddy of ours, Evan. And, and then I I said to him, I'm like, yo, what are you doing? He said, I'm doing the stairmaster and then going. I was like, okay, I'm in, and I grabbed a weighted vest and I just jumped into it. But that's what this space does, and that's what really you can make any space that type of space. That's what I want to talk about today. You've actually done that. You so this is not your only space, right? Uh, you know, I'm I'm not the most current on social media, but yours is one that I keep a tight tune to at just Nick because Pags of fit. it just because at on Nick Pag's fit at Nick Pags. just because of of the kind of energy that you know I'll see you at 4:45 in the morning yeah. waking up giving everybody a hello I'll see you at 11:30 at night shutting it down giving a recap um what's obvious is that you carry that energy from place to place to place both on social media and in the real real world how how does how did you carry that at into ripped fitness? Well, it's coming back to me. I love it. So if you watch my story, which I really suck at posting, like I struggle and I know you struggle a little bit too, because you and me have talked about it, like getting our content up there. I'm not the best at getting content on my page, which sucks because that stays there, right? Like once it's on the page, people can watch it all the time. I'm Mr. Story, and the reason I do that is because it's easy, efficient, and I can throw it up, and like I want people to constantly, I want them to feel like they're a part of my life. I feel like once it's posted on Instagram, it loses a little bit of authenticity. It's there, it's archived, which is great, but like, I don't know, there's something about like people check up, I have thousands of views on my story, way less on my actual page, which is crazy, and I post like way too many stories, but I... I'm very adamant about if you watch my stories, bottom right corner. Do you notice this? What I put on the bottom right corner? No. Do you notice? No. Every single time I post, almost every time, the time and the day. Oh. Almost every time. So, and I don't think people even actually notice. I think they just kind of watch, but you do notice because you just said at 445. Right. It it is clearly part of your thing. Right. So, like, 
I'm all about people recognizing that you can do 4.45 in the morning to 11.30 at night. And, and God, I get so much shit for this. Like, oh my God, it's nobody, like you should be sleeping more. You're going to burn out, blah, blah, blah. I have created such an incredible energy around me. I got to tell you, I'm cheating. Everybody gives me the props to answer your question. Nick, how do you keep that energy out of it? Dude, I just get around others with good energy or others that are capable of good energy. That's the difference. Like, I'm around you because I know, like, I've seen you come in kind of like, you know, quiet. You're thinking about stuff, whatever. And then I'm like, hey, Harris, Harris, let's go. You trying to work out? And he immediately, like, gets his cheesy smile on. And that's it. And his energy's up. But he just needed somebody in his space to bump him. We all need that all the time, right? Like, I need that on the reg. People think I'm the energy guy. Damn straight I am. But the only way I'm the energy guy is if somebody around me's got the energy or I can utilize that person as like, I'm going to push my energy into you. And it goes back and forth. Right? Does that make sense? Energy through osmosis. Huge. Huge. Exactly. Energy through osmosis. I just think that enough, not enough people take the responsibility that I think I've taken. So that's the difference. I'm like, shit, man, the energy is low. Let me bring the heat and it doesn't take as much as people think. Like, yo, you're probably sitting at home complaining about your boss or work or whatever, which we all do. I do it. Like, we all have our days and stuff. When If you just went in and took, like, three hours and went all in on bringing energy and positivity and optimism to your space, everything would shift around you. Do you agree with me? I completely agree. The, there's it's, it's a little bit of a karmic feedback loop, mm-hmm. right, where... where I mean, and I think it's, I think that energy transference that you're talking about, like, I think that's kind of why we got into fitness. I feel like that's why a lot of us get into fitness. Let's just stick with fitness. Yeah. Um, because, because you make people feel better, right? right. And then, and none of us are going to get rich in fitness. I mean, we're just not going to make millions of dollars right. in this fitness game. But one thing I know that I have wealth in is that karmic uh, energy system that, that just can carries, carries and, and really, really makes this, you know, in my first years when I was making zero, zero yeah. um, you know, made it worth it and, right. and made it, made it, made it able to persevere. And, and I think, you know, that point of feeding off of others, energy of others, like what is, what is very obvious is that your energy is, uh, it's real and it's, it's, uh, authentic. Right. You know, there's never, there's never a single moment where I'm like, you're just yelling to rah, rah. Right. Like it's, like, and I think people think that when they meet me, which is funny, but I like all the time they're like, dude, tone down. Like who are you trying to impress? I'm like, no, I'm actually dude, this fucking loud. Time. He is this loud <laughs> all the time. It never, no, no. ever stops. It doesn't. It doesn't. Which is I'm just, I talked about it in class. This is ironic that we're talking about this right now. I had a class this morning, um, and the discussion was bringing energy to your space and blah, 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 and having this, like, the world, I think the world right now. So, heads up, I saw this post. This was this was really cool stuff that, like, your your people feedback to. Right. So. Huge. So, th- there, there, so, I taught a class this morning, and, and I talked about um, just, like, the importance of understanding your role and... In fitness, like people think working out, like just going to get a fitness class to get my sweat on. The world right now is going through some stuff. It always will. It always does. 
we're at what's the date? I don't even know. Oh, it's Halloween. Today's <laughs> Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy buddy. Halloween. The this the base. <laughs> we're such losers. We should have known that. Um, the big synagogue shooting. What was that? Like two days ago? It was three days ago now, but yeah. Three days ago. Yep. Sorry to be a downer and bring that into it. But I said, there are people in the world who are trying to convince humanity that negativity is the most powerful force in the space. It is your duty as somebody who gets on a treadmill, gets up early and works out, gets themselves inspired and motivated to bring that optimism and, and foundation of positivity to the people around you. That's what I've done in my space more than anything. Forget money, forget... This is where I... I don't say the word success a lot because I feel like when I say success, I'm going to get a level of complacency and like sit back. That is one area of my life I feel so full in is like I'm just I'm I'm living with gratitude. Part of that is like my parents being the dopest mofos on the planet and my I came from a great family and all that and I just feel like a responsibility to do it. But I just, I'm living and training and loving and meeting and hanging out and doing with authentic gratitude. And like, if you're feeling that positive energy, you then have the duty, which is what I believe, to share that. Do you espouse that message? Do you tell people to take this, take what you got here and go push that Hell out? yeah, man. Yeah. And so do you, by the way. Like that's... That's why it's part of the reason why I asked you to do this with me because I'm doing it with people who I know whether they don't like, I don't hear you walking around preaching like verbally, yo man, spirit, energy, optimism, positivity, but the way you hold yourself shows that you believe that. So like now this man's services, let me just, I can't even say it in words. I've worked with a lot of fitness professionals. I've gone to a lot of people to help me with injuries. I was a sports guy my whole life. If you guys know me, you know me. You understand that like I've I've seen it all in injury shit. Not really. God, you know, God forbid like I actually see some shit. But I have seen a lot of recovery people. The second I met Harris, I was like this is different. <laughs> this is just different. And he he should be like I'm not even going to get into numbers, but his service is so high quality. He's in the ups like top scale of of somebody in terms of like what they should be paid for their job type thing. Without question, hesitation ever. He's just like, come on, let's like gets me in the office. He's grass and method on my back. He's working me out. He's spending 20, 30, 40 minutes on me without question, without like a thought. And you just go to it. So you're showing me by your actions. Nah, man, I'm just trying to make you feel good. Cause if you feel good, I feel good because I'm using your energy and you're using mine and blah, blah, blah. Like you do, you do that. Some people are more action. Some people are talk. Some people are submissive in that way. You absolutely do it. And, and it, the, the reason, the reason you're, it's just, it's also funny because you were one of the first people on my table and, you know, I got like, I had a, a, you know, really nice introduction by, by Matt Hesse, uh, to the team um, and spent my first two days here just, like, I'm shy. I'm a shy guy. Yeah, you are. You, you're, yeah. you're talking about it. Um, but without question, you were just like, well, like, so what do you do? And I was like, well, what's, what are you feeling? And you're like, well, my shoulder's kind of got this thing in it. And I was like, well, let's oh, go to work. Shoulder. You know, it is always that shoulder. Yeah. Um, but when, when, um, when I see, you know, someone else who puts so much energy 
out into that. You know, if I know that, like, we can make something feel better and then just turn that level up a little bit, uh, that's a win for me. That's a right. win for me no matter no matter what the monetary outcome of that is. And right. It's just something that, that I... I love that you're doing that because I do, I'm just a firm believer right now. There's so much because of the internet and, and its power. There's so much like buy this, try that seven day free trial, this, that, and the other thing. I've, I've yet to experience anything. And please, I hope you have something that proves me wrong to experience something where it's like, it actually works fully. Like the sign up online, get it like the programs. Now, I very well may in two years have an online program that I want you all to buy and that I believe in. So I'm not going to hate on online programs. I also know a lot of trainers who are phenomenal trainers who have uh, Ashley's doing Spend shout out to Ashley, place. her running program. It's ridiculous. Huge shout out. I got a tag her. Yeah, do her that. running program is ridiculous. Like this couch to 5k shit that you see all the time. This woman is doing unbelievable things to help people right strong enough to run is is one of the better like overarching is that the name of it strong enough to run run. and i mean when you look at you know when you look at the detail that she puts into the exercises crazy you know like this there's that is so inspiring to have that many smart people around this place just you know pulling out projects i'm going back to that for sure but this idea of like on we're talking about like online stuff there's stuff everywhere i just have a hard time finding anything that's as true as hands-on right here right now let me work on you um which is hard because it's not scalable like that's what for me in my business right now when i talk about personal training i'm really struggling because like i i'm having trouble teaching people to do what i do it's well beyond just personal training uh and i don't want to get like deep into that but it's very it's tough to to teach people how to do what you do and that's why Harris is so special because the stuff he does is just like I, I mean it literally feels like magic sometimes like for real like he, go please you know but i mean biology and physiology aside you know it is that you know some of the stuff that that i've learned along the way it's the same way i thought this is magic like right. the way the way that human touch can change the sympathetic nervous response, right? And then that can trickle down and allow muscular activation to actually come down a little bit. And then that can trickle down and let these hands penetrate a little bit deeper. And then that can create a lymphatic movement, right? There's system upon system upon system upon system that work interchangeably. And when they work and when you have a little when you have some tricks up your sleeve and just some genuine old fashioned I've tried this a million times. Right. And I know it works. And I know it works. Uh it is magic. The human body is absolutely magic. Crazy. Um and when you put in a little bit of the uh neural psychology in there, you know, but what you talk about where having a hard time getting other people to understand what they have to do mm-hmm. in order to make change, whether that's body composition change, whether that's uh, nutritional habit change, right, right, or right. whether that's doing the kind of thing that they need to do to stay pain free. It's all that is all of our challenge. And right. I think the point that you make is yeah, there's no question. If somebody comes in to see me and I can 
physically put my hands on you and tell you this is where we need to force tension from or this is this is the kind of movement I need to see. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit better than when I give them the homework right. for them to go do it. But the difference is you know how much I'm invested in you. Right. So in two days when I text you and I say, hey, bud, how's your homework going? If you didn't do it, then you're going to give me a little bit of honest feedback. I haven't gotten to it. Right. If it's going good, I'm going to get that. If we need to adjust, I'm going to get that. And that's something that so far you won't have with an online program. Right. It's just... Casey, my boy, uh, one of my very, very close friends, he texted me yesterday. Now, it's interesting because I want to help everybody as you do. Like, I know both of us are in that same thing, but this is our livelihood. Like, we make our money off of offering these services. So it's hard to, like, give everybody the love. So this is my best friend, and I would never make him pay for a session. And, and we've worked out together, and I've helped him out. But at the same time, it's hard to, like, commit a full program to somebody who's you know, when, when my schedule is the way it is. Right. And I know, I know you've experienced that as well. So he was asking me, is it like, should I get a trainer? He's a member at Equinox. He goes, should I get a trainer? Um, and you know, I was asking him, I was like, well, what's the reason for your trainer? And he said, I mean, cause he's knowledgeable about fitness and this is important. So I want people to hear this. Everybody asks that question. Like, should I go get a trainer? Should I take that? If you are in a place where you want serious habit change, like it's time to make that next level difference, you've got to invest in the person to person. Don't try and get the cheap way out online. It just is not going to work. It's accountability, Harris. Like people think, yeah, absolutely. Meeting with a tier three Equinox trainer who's probably unbelievably knowledgeable. That's a huge part of it. But just the part of like, I have to answer to somebody at the end of the day. Stop going to an online program where you're going to keep lying about what if you're going to you get the job. Did. Come on, oh, man. Yeah, like, yeah. why waste your money there and do one quarter of the work or pay for the $150 an hour or whatever it is, $200 an hour. It's crazy expensive. Save it. Know that you can get six weeks of training in. Invest every second you can in that hour. And then that's it. Get the results. There is... There is <clears throat> My favorite group of strength and conditioning professionals is, is Jim Jones, and, and they have a saying that there is no magic pill. Right. Right? Um, and there never – well, not that there never will be, but as of right now, there's absolutely nothing like that. There is no magic pill. Yep. Uh, there's, no, there's no syringe that's going to go out there and do the work for you. Um, you know, supplements are a – supplements are a, a boost and a help, but supplements alone will not do the work for you. So – um, it, it really is about, and, and I, and I think, you know, being a personal trainer for so long, I, one thing I would hear consistently was, you know, people want to put that kind of accountability and they know that if you're paying for it, you're better do it. Mm -hmm. Right. And so if it's expensive, you better do it to every single degree that you can and right. that you are capable of. And so, you know, no shortcuts. Absolutely. Do the work. Do the work. And let's it go. comes, it comes to, let's, let's go. go, let's go. Ah. Yo, I just want to clip what you just said and like throw it on an Instagram post. That was so hot. Okay, so momentum shift a little bit. You talked about, uh, we were talking about Ashley's run program. Um, we talked about being in this space with unbelievably knowledgeable individuals. Short background on me with Performix House. I came in here looking for a supplement deal. Like I loved Performix supplements. I was 
taking their protein. It's expensive. Um, and, this, and I walked in thinking I was coming to like try and get free protein. No joke. That's when I walked into the house. But I also saw like all these stupid videos of like Devin, Evan, like all these guys doing like flips and all this stuff. I'm like, what is this? A media house? What does that even mean? It's the first of its kind. So I walk in clueless as hell. I end up sitting down for an accidental interview. Love it. And then they're like, come back for a second interview. Nailed it. And that's how it all started. I walk into this place and, you know, they said, we're looking for the most elite trainers in New York City, possibly the country, possibly the world. Um, So there's 30 people who from all walks of life, all ages. (laughs) It's really perfect. And it just blew my mind. Like the second I walked in, how stupid I felt. And I think a lot of people want to always be the toughest, smartest guy in the room because it's an ego issue. I think people want to show off how much they know, the knowledge they have. I have constantly tried to, in the past few months of my life, surround myself with people who are unbelievably knowledgeable, whether in fitness, in life, in spirit, in energy. Like, How can I get in your space? And get a taste of what you do. Do you feel that? In the, I mean, dude. So with another one of the founding trainers, Angelo Grinceri. He will be on the show. I, I want to be a in superhero. The, I want to be in the room. I was trying to get him in today. He's filming for like a, a tough mutter thing. He's he's a god. He's like too good at life. I love him. And, and you know what? You know if you ask him what his secret is, is he constantly tries to put himself around people who are more successful and smarter than him. Yep. Um and and. Like the saying goes, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and and it's such an incredibly diverse group of trainers. And what what I love about this group of trainers is like, you know, we do we do biweekly education. Right. You are not forced to come here. There is no law that says you have to come here for mm-hmm. that. And if you come to our 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 Friday education. We have almost our full team here, barring the guys who are who are traveling and yeah. and just the level of engagement, the pursuit of of mastery. Um, it's just it is really awesome. Yeah, I I would I would venture if you're listening to this, think like even put us on pause and just think for a second. Are you in areas right now where you feel really dumb and you want to learn so that you don't feel so dumb in that space? I just think that a lot of people get to spots where it's super comfy, and this applies to all areas. Get yourself outside of the fitness head right now if you're not a fitness person, or even if you are. Like, even relationship-wise, like, I've been trying to surround myself with people lately who are just, like, awesome at, like, just people skills, and, like, I just want to be around that because I feel like I'm really good with people, and I'm like, hmm, where am I really good? I feel I'm really good in my life. Can I find somebody who's what I think is better than me and learn from them and get around them? Fitness, like, I know I'm not a mega science guy. I did a lot of, like, learning from the ground up, just teaching myself, but a lot of my education was from getting around people who were brilliant. Can you can you tell me a little bit about about your first training? About, here? No, not here. Did about, I tell you this? You, you told me. Yeah, I need you to tell other people. Wait, about was your it farmhouse? The, about your farmhouse so, gym? So when I started training, I have I haven't told a lot of people this, 
But how I learned to train, so I was like 17 working like summers at a local gym and I was like, man, I want to be a personal trainer because they made $28 an hour. <laughs> we still make. Which is why. No, we still make $28. Still making $28 an hour. I was like, now you can, like you're geeking out when you find out that you're making 28 instead of 1250. That's next level, right? Amen. So I was like, I'm going to do that. But. I don't want to buy the books because it's $700. So let me just teach myself and then like I'll figure out the books later. So my mentality was just get people in my space to train them. So I legit in my parents' driveway had a, a, like a slew of, of cinder blocks, like cement blocks at 10 pounds, 25, 35, and 65 pound cement blocks. And I had, they were, I don't know couple like dollars each like <laughs> under ten dollars each so my whole gym i had, like 20 of them was like it or ended up having 20 of them because i would like smash them for a video but that was like a hundred dollar gym by the end of it and and i would i would purchase a ton of them you know um literally a ton <laughs> literally L- a ton a literal ton we had a large cooler that was our bench my mom's cooler that was like the size of this table like we a had flat bench. like a flat it was our <laughs> flat bench <laughs> Yeah, for step-ups, for bed. Then I had a client of mine. Oh, actually, she wasn't a client yet. She was just a friend. And her dad was, like, in Brooklyn and whatever. He picked up, like, truck tires. So he dropped these mega truck tires at my house. Still, like, the most amazing gift ever. Yeah. <laughs> these dirty truck tires, which we would flip. So, and then I purchased, like, a bar... Because I just wanted this no excuse thing. Like everybody's like, oh, I don't have a gym membership. I'm like, shut up. Make one. Like, make one. I actually watched Greg Plitt's video of Cinderblock training, which is what gave me the idea. So I'm, I don't want to steal it. RIP Greg Plitt. But it was like these, this slide bar that you slid through, $8.99 at Home Depot and steel bar, and you would just go at it. So I actually brought friends to my parents' house and would say, I'll pay you to come work out with me, I'll buy you lunch to come work out with me for an hour just so I can learn. That was your start. Your start was your start was was providing lunch to your friends so that you could guinea pig them and you could just get better. Absolutely. That is the pursuit of mastery. Yeah. By itself. And I didn't know. I had no idea. This is 19 years old, 18, 17, somewhere in that range. Yeah, I was 17 when I started doing that. I had no idea that this is where I wanted to go even when I left school at 22. I didn't know that this is where I want to go. So that was not, I just got, I'm one of those guys that's competitive as shit with myself. Like I was pissed off that I didn't know more and I wanted to learn more. And I was like, let's go, let's do it. Like, let's go. So yeah, that's, that's kind of where I started with the fitness thing and it just grew from there. But that passion for learning, I guess that fire never faded now that we're talking about it. Like every day still, some may consider me, I don't know. Like one of the top trainers in New York City. If you're in this space, you're you're there. Um, one of the top group fitness for sure. And and I'm still like constantly looking for people in my space to just teach me something. Just and even the people who I think suck, I learn from. So like in a very loving way. Like I don't think you're that good. I'm gonna watch you and figure out how to like make sure I don't do that or how to do what you're doing bad in a different way. I mean, some sometimes learning is learning is a comes from a negative experience. Right. Right. Like not all learning is in a happy. We do it with parents all the time. I think so much of us watch what your parents do that you don't like and then do something better. Like my dad used to shit on me all the time. Like I love him. He's the best man ever. 
he would beat the crap out of me emotionally, like challenge me over and over, probably to an extent that was unhealthy a little bit at times. And I love him to death and I'm so grateful for it. But to me, like, I didn't like how he did some things. So I'm going to do it differently. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I just think that so many people are like, yo, this sucks. So I don't want No, shut up. Use it. Like, be great. Again, life with gratitude. Right. You, like, if I, you can go. So this is another thing I talked about in class. Oh, I'm so happy we got to this. Same thing happening, two different ways to look at it. So let's talk about it with working out because we're kind of on that train. Let's do it. And I don't want to talk about my dad anymore because he'll get mad at me. <laughs> and I love him to death. Freaking love my dad. He's a hero. You can get on a treadmill. You can go get your training program on, whatever. You get to the gym. And you can look at it one of two ways. Shit, this sucks. Like, I hate working out. And everybody's pain receptors are different. Like, life pain receptors. Yep. So somebody getting on a treadmill might be horrific. Right. Somebody gets on it and they're like, I love running. So listen, your pain receptors are different. I get it. But you can get on a treadmill and say, this absolutely sucks. I hate this. This is horrible. Why me? This is terrible. Or you get on that treadmill and you're like, and this is where it came from. The other day, I was here Monday. I'd come off my friend's wedding. I'm talking too much. Sorry, but this is important, man. I came off my friend's wedding. I was like kind of hungover still on a Monday. <laughs> Just like tired, exhausted, and I did not want to work out, but I had to get back into the routine. I get on the treadmill, and I'm saying to myself, this sucks. I don't want to do this. I hate this. And I'm looking out the window there as I'm running, and I'm like, how am I going to get my mind right for this workout? So I just, in my first five minutes of like jogging, I said to myself, think of every minute, think of one person in your life who can't do what you're doing right now, physically, mentally, emotionally. And, and then... By the end of those five minutes, I had thought of five people who either from illness, disease, injury, uh, mental disability, whatever, could not be on that treadmill at that moment. And that was, I'm doing the same thing. I'm getting a five minute warm up in. I'm about to start my program. I'm either looking at it at the perspective. I'm so enamored by perspective, man. The perspective of, I hate this, this sucks, or damn, like I have the audacity to say I hate this right now, yet I get to be the owner of my results and how I feel. It's like, it blows my mind that people do it, that I do it. I catch myself doing it. And I'm like, yo, what? So that's a, it's a, it's a crazy interesting perspective of, of, of kind of utilizing that to, to flip your mindset of, of this sucks. And then, so big shout out to Johnny Primo. Uh, on Instagram, follow him on Courses of Action. Johnny Primo. Johnny Primo. Johnny Johnny is, so let's say this, Johnny is Delta 6, right? That means he's probably worked with SEAL Team 6. Okay. He is maybe one of the 50 baddest men in the entire world. Love it. Right? We're talking special forces, uh, a an, an operator, right? Which means that he knows how to use every single weapon out there. The guy is is capable of things that we don't even know about mm -hmm. right and and he would he gives a story where he talks about going through selection now i went through selection myself this is a process that is unbelievable unbelievably hard no matter which branch of the military you're in he just happens to be a green beret so let's just take that up three notches right and he would talk about 
you know, they sometimes they would have rucks, right, with 60 pounds on their back. And they have no idea how far they're going to go. They just know they have to get to checkpoint B where somebody may tell them, go to C, or you're done. They don't know how far that's going to be before. Just go there, get it done, and you'll be put in the next one. And he would talk about really being motivated by watching other people just not be able to hang in. Right. And it would push him, and he would kind of... And, and it's it's kind of a... It's there's kind of a, a little bit of cutthroatedness uh, to to take that and be like, yep, you can't hack this, and I'm gonna go ahead and push this through. Uh, so that you know, I I know that we are positive people, and I know that I like that you look at that through a positive point of view. Who can't? Who's not physically able to do the these right. same things? But you know, whatever you need to do to take your mind somewhere off of this sucks. Woe is me. Cause, the truth is you're choosing to do it right, right. Like, absolutely you don't have to be here you don't right. you didn't have to be on that treadmill you could have done something else right uh so th- that's one thing in 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 the gym culture that i'm gonna you know my next 15 years i will remind people you either want to do this or you don't right nobody's making you and you take all that poutiness and there are some and there are some people who don't get it's a great point. There are some people who don't get fired up by like to me, I'm just a very empathetic person. Like I grew up on empathy because that's how my mom taught me to live. And then I went to school to be a counselor. So like all we freaking talked about was empathy. Like I should get a tattoo, Mr. Empathy. Like that's that's part of the routine. You learn that. So I get fired up by empathy in a lot of ways. Like it it inspires me, motivates me, gets me going. Somebody might not be like that. So if you're not like that and you're more like this guy that you're talking about and you get fired up by somebody else not being able to do it, so great. But then I would also challenge you like, okay, so me and Harris are working out and he's doing 20 burpees and he goes and fails on 21. I'm like, mofo, I'm going to get 22 just like (laughs) because I'm a competitive spirit and like I just want to show you I could kick ass. But then I'm turning around and I'm picking you up and I'm giving you two more and I, I actually prefer you get three more. So then, like, next time I go more. So that's – there's a way to utilize whatever fires you up in a positive way. Yep. Right? And, 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 and let's, let's not take it to, to any – like, that's, there's no place for that necessarily in, in our line of work mm-hmm. because we are trying to help people. But when your line of work is staying alive, right. then you have to have that mentality. And, and he's now, he's now tr- uh, converted into – he teaches both – uh, defense tactics uh, with all sorts of different weapons, um, but he's also a trainer now, and so he talks about the Check mindset switch from being where everything is quite literally life or death to now where everything is health and wellness. Right, and that's and you know that's a transition that that I'm sure he is he is working very very hard on, um, but it's just an interesting mindset to see somebody kind of, and it's because we've been taught with with empathy to, to think with empathy to act with empathy that sometimes like when I first heard that I was when he first told me that like that he really was motivated by somebody else not being able to make it I was like well geez you're kind of a jerk yeah you're exactly that's the first mindset right and then and then I'm like well yeah but you might be shot at right so there's a very big difference he had no choice he's right. literally doing life or death right and he learned that way. So if you're that type of person where like maybe you're not life or death, like you're living life, whatever, but that's firing you up, good. I just challenge you to turn around and pick someone else up with you. That's, that 
is a that. game changer, right? That. Like you can still be motivated and fired up by like Harris sucking at his burpees. Like that's cool. I that, suck at burpees. Like that's terrible. Devin, Devin and I, one time Devin, we're in the gym. He's going to hate me for this. And he does. Okay. If you've been on this, an assault bike, you're about to, if you're not even an empathetic person, you're about <laughs> to learn some empathy right now. You're going to feel for me. Devin gets on and he's filming a, a vlog of his day, whatever. And he does a hundred cal on the assault bike, ten cal, burning ten calories as fast as possible with max effort sucks. Right? We do it all the time. It's like a classic trainer thing. Ten yeah. cal on the assault bike. It's just like go 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 go. He did a hundred cal as fast as he can. Took him about five and a half minutes. It was either five and a half or six and a half. That is a clip. Right? That's I don't remember clip. what it was. And I'm looking at him, and it was a day where you and I had worked on my shoulder. I was shot. I wasn't feeling good. I watch him. He, you know, as classic Devin, like finishes, he's rolling on the floor like, ah, whoa. And he's being videotaped. It was savage. <laughs> I got to give it to him. It's sick. He gets 100 calorie as fast as you get. It's disgusting. Crazy. And he goes, beat that, motherfucker. <laughs> Did you turn it's up? so classic Devin. And I'm like, nah, man, like I'm tired. He's like, yeah, okay, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I just, I'm not feeling it. So the camera goes away. And I get motivated by, like, camera. Throw a camera on me. I'll do stuff next level because I know people are watching and I want to impress and, like, drive and whatever. Maybe call it ego, whatever. That fires me up. Camera walked. He walked. They were back in the other corner doing their thing. And I quietly am, like, doing my shoulder. Like, I, I just done my shoulder work and I'm, like, going on the bike and I'm, like, yo, I can't. Like, this is bad for me. But there was something about beating Devin in that that just fired me up. Sorry. Straight up. Like, I'm competitive as shit. I grew up an athlete. I was fired up i was like he's done and not only am i gonna beat him because he said some shit i'm gonna murder his time and i don't feel good and also like it, here's the thing i didn't really care if devin had left the gym at that point and i didn't tell him about it it was intrinsic like maybe i think i don't even want to go off on that i just there are so many people who do it to show devin i wasn't doing it to show devin i was doing it to show myself I didn't give a shit if Devin saw. So then I got on the bike. I beat him by 58 seconds or something <laughs> like that. Which is... Which is, <laughs> which is scale, if, if you're only working for 330 seconds, right. and you get beat by 50 seconds. That's a significant amount of time. So in order to do something like that, you have to be a raging, insane, just fi like fired up individual. So I literally went home that night and thought about like, yo, that was crazy. And I did rub it in his face, by the way. I did. Absolutely. It was like, and he was like, Holy shit! How are you still saying? Because I also didn't just to be just, a jerk. I didn't do the fall like, down. I didn't yeah. fall down. There was no camera to like record it. I took a picture of it somewhere, but I didn't like make a scene. And, and, all good. Devin's a man. Like he's a savage, more savage than me for sure. But it was just that like spirit of wanting to beat him, but way deeper, wanting to do it for me. So use a competitive spirit if you're that type of guy or gal. Like. Get in a space where I know a lot of people who take my classes who just need to look at the person next to them going nine so they can go nine three yes. on their speed. Yes. Use that if you have that. That's an unbelievable competitive edge in life that you have. Get, but then, full circle, if you're not getting around people better than you, you're wasting that. That's, that's deep stuff. That is deep stuff, man. And that the and it, and it goes it, it's it's funny cuz it goes so deep into the way that that 
you know, people want to hold this vision of themselves. Well, myself is this. And, and you know, there, there, is, there is a humble way to go about that. And that's, I think, the way of, like, trying to find people who are better at you. And right, right, right. And trying to become as good as them. Like you said, like, Devin is a savage. Savage. That, that man, savage. That man can do some stuff. That man can go out there and do some stuff. So if you know that, like, man, I really I normally don't hang with Devin in this, in X, Y, and Z. But today. Today, today I'm going to hang with Devin. I'm going to show you. <laughs> today, I'm going to show you. Shout out to Devin. He's sick. Follow him on Instagram, Devin Levesque. He, uh. He's just an animal. So, like, getting around him, getting around Evan. Yep, Devin and Evan. Two different guys. Same guy. Uh, same guy. Same guy. Um, in a lot of ways, same guy. Beautiful people. Beautiful people. All beautiful people. Getting around that. Like, but a lot of us will do it, and to go even deeper, and I don't want to just keep riding the same wave, but for real, for real. I, the fitness thing, I'm good at. I've always been a fit guy. I love fitness. We get fired up by it. So it's one thing to get around Devin and Evan and Angelo and all these guys and like and gals too. Actually, the girls here are just <laughs> they outdo us. The they outdo us. Animals in every way. outdo us in they every way. Just in every way. To get around them, I'm still tapping into an area of my life that I'm good at: fitness. What where I struggle is like I was never a school guy. I was never an education dude. I was never really good with. The mind and like books and reading and all that shit. So, here I say all that shit. Because <laughs> I hated it my whole life. I was never a school guy. So, what I've been trying to do, like, I've been around Brian Ripka, like, boss man at, at, at Ripped, the founder. Like, he's a very great numbers guy. I get around, I, I ask him questions all the time. Guys like you, learning biomechanics of the body. Not just fitnessy to, like, work out and physically challenge myself, but mentally challenge myself. You may say you're getting around people who are motivating you to do better in your space, but maybe you're not even looking in the right space. I, I can't just look at physical fitness. I got to look at like mental gains too, you know, or like emotional. I feel like I'm really good at emotional gains. If I was just around all really good emotional people, that's a, yeah, it'll help me. But like, why don't I get around the stuff that I'm bad at? So many of us are just fearful of doing that. The, and it's And it's a hard thing to even learn how to like assess quantitatively right. right like what am i what am i not good at and that takes it takes introspection uh it takes it takes a, a drop of the that ego but um another another one of those phrases that that's out there a lot that i really really love is is you are probably the the sum of the 10 people you hang out with the it's most. so big i wish it wasn't so real it's the realest thing right now so you know to, to constantly that doesn't mean like doesn't mean I'm constantly looking to kick out number 10 and mm-hmm, find mm-hmm. find a new person in there but but constantly pushing to to find people who are like you said good at stuff other than what you're good at um, and better than you at lots of things I just envision my I'll call it like my inner circle the people I'm closest with right now. I'm a soccer guy, right? So we'll call it 11. There's 11 guys on the field. I guess one including me. So the 10 people around me. I'm con- like, there are people that are, are your starting line. And those are the people that are in your life and they need to be the most prominent and, and around you the most because 
you guys are going all in together. You're learning together. You're growing together. Like you're one of those people for me right now in my life because I see you often. We're learning from it. Cheers, brother. And then, you know, like I was just working out with Evan. Like Evan is a hustler, a doer. He's been one of those guys in my life at Evan Fitness NYC. Um, like we do in the Exploga thing, goofing around. Like he just brings good spirit to me. Like I, And work. The kid works. Works. Hustles. Hustles, man. Like crazy. Um, my, I just hired... Um, Actually, she's one of like my closest friends. You see, like the girl I train on Mondays, Maggie. She's she's in all the Exploga videos. She's Maggie. savage. She's yeah. the best. So I just hired her as um, kind of like a helper, an assistant, I guess. She's on like my starting line. So I'm getting these people on my starting line, and I think we get confused. Like they're subs for a reason. You should be able to sub out someone on your starting line and put them on your bench, and they're not gone. It's not like they they had they played a role and then eventually at some point like they're gonna kind of be a part of your life and then they're gonna get sold or traded to another team, and that's okay. They might have run won a trophy with you. You guys might have won a, a you know like a a big event together. You might have done something special together. Everybody has their time in your space. You're not a bad friend if it's like all right. I need to kind of invite somebody else in or put someone else on the starting line. I need fresh legs in here because you're just not doing a lot for me and I'm not doing a lot for you anymore. Yo, we're podcasting. Watch Say out. That's, that's filming. Don't hit that. Come on in. That's Devin. We were just talking about you, bro. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get tagged in this. Shit. Sorry, guys. I just walked into, I just walked into a podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you on the phone, too? I'm on a conference call. <laughs> so you're on a conference call. Right? Can you not block the camera? <laughs> don't mind don't, Devin. Just don't be a pig. We're just, he's a, just don't be a pig. He's just not being a pig. He's just, he's just not being a pig right now. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> what a jerk off. Love you. So that's, that's Devin. What's that? <laughs> So that's Devin. That was that couldn't have been more Devin right there. Hi, we're filming a hey, podcast. Yeah. Do you want to come in too? Yeah, come in Kenya. There's Kenya. two heating up. That's filming, so don't stand in front of that. Okay? okay. That thing. So I'm going guys, we're just going, we're going with we're it. We're just gonna go with it. This is huge though, this this whole team thing. So like I'm gonna put I'm gonna put somebody on the bench because they did their part in my life, and then they're gonna get traded. And look, I still love you. We're still like we're if you like, we're still tight. We're still good. You're just not as prominent in my life. Like, I don't hate you. I, I have a best friend, Jamie Mariani, who, to the day I die, she's one of the most important people in my life. We barely talk. We yeah. talk like three times a year. Still, I would tell people she's one of my closest friends, deepest friends. I could call her right now. She would run here in a second from Pennsylvania. She's fast. She she's fast as hell. She <laughs> she's fast. <laughs> He's witty too. Like I just. I don't know, like, people get stuck on, like, oh, she's my best friend. Like, yo, your best friend is going to find someone else who's going to be an incredible person in their life and bring you more spirit. You can still be tight with them even if they're on another team. You watch it in professional sports all the time. Like, Kobe and LeBron still dapping each other up when they're on different teams, but they might have played together and learned from each other. I'm not very good on basketball, so that might have not been yeah, a good example. Yeah, they played example, in the Olympics. But. I mean, and, like, you, you, you said something about fresh legs yeah right or even i think even more more to the point is um different skill sets yeah. right you might have a holding defensive back who's 
defensive-minded, pushes the ball to, to one side of the field or the other, but holds their ground. And then you might have somebody who is a winger who run, gets from one end line to the other end line 50 freaking times during the match, and there might be teams where you need one, and there might be days when you need the other. Absolutely. And so, uh, you know, managing managing those, like you said, the 10 closest people around right, you right, right. might sometimes, you know, seem like you're choosing and picking. In some Come senses, in. you are. Don't be a pig. Um, ha! We figured it out. Yeah, we, we locked him out. You're good, brother. Um, yeah, I agree with, like... Can you show that food real quick? <laughs> don't be a pig, bro. Don't be a pig. At Don't Be a Pig, right? That's what it is? Take this. At Don't Be a Pig? Candy's coming in. She's making some food, too. <laughs> this so, is the beauty wait, of being so in this can we, can we do a real quick shout-out uh, to, to pr- the Performance House concierge staff? We, we, we talked early about the amenities. <laughs> Kenya? We talked early about the amenities, um... I think I think something that we don't ever get enough we don't ever we can never give enough credit to is how well the people who take care of our people do that job. True. Um, This place. This place. We the real MVP, she says. If just so if you're listening and not watching on YouTube and you're just hearing this, they're like. Devin's walking in and out of the office. Kenya's in here now. She's heating up her food. It's just like, it's lunch area. It's lunchtime. It's lunchtime. And we're grinding. And so we might do this. We might do this in a coat closet next time. Totally. Because it's where we can work. That's it. Um, Kenya, are you eating Don't Be a Pig also? Um, No. She she got her own food. Did you bring some food of your own? Eating that Dominican food, you know. Okay. Yes, she said that Dominican food. I don't think uh, Dope be a pig has sustained my stomach for too long. Probably like five of those bad boys. <laughs> she said she's got something to stick to her ribs. <laughs> I need some rice. Because this work she is hard. Rice. I need some platano. We gotta, we gotta bring it back. We gotta bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> We're losing it. We're talking about platanos. <laughs> I mean, I did. <sighs> I could eat some platanos. Yo, they should really put platanos in, in Don't Be a Pig. Like, mm. there's no reason Maduro should not live in there. That's some healthy I carbohydrates. That's a good point. I want to recap that, that team thing because I think that's a huge thing for people to lock into. Rewind it if you got to rewind it. But who are your top 10, your starting line? Really assess that. And then also understand that you got a bench of another 5 to 10 guys or gals that should be prominent in your life and utilize them. And just understand, like, don't feel bad about subbing people out. Don't feel bad about getting fresh legs in. You need that for you, and also that person will respect you for that because you're going to come back, and then when they get back on the field, they're going to get excited about like being with an amped-up version of you who's learned more and gotten something from the person who subbed them out. A little absence makes the heart grow fonder True. sometimes. True. Yeah. True. Um, all right, so mm. what else do we want to talk about? We're good. I mean, we're we've been talking for an hour, bro. We crushed it. I mean, what else is on this, dude? You have, you got like a like a late night talk show host vibe going on right I kinda now. I kind of feel like I should have a late night talk show. I mean, I think it's the next. The, that's the next step. That's the evolution. Um, let's talk about where. Let's. So one thing I like to do at the end of the show is do like, um, you know, I bet, and I might change the name. I haven't even at this point. I have not published a show yet, <laughs> so. I'm not positive of what the name is. What I think is going to be is Let's Go. 
Let's and go. Let's go. Let's go. And the reason I call it that is because I desire um, you to feel like the listener to feel like when you finish this, you like, let's go. Like I'm fired up. I want to go do something. So Harris, what can you do right now? What can you say right now? What, what can you offer of value to our listener right now so that when they hear this from you, they're like, let's go. Like, let's go do this. It's a kind of an open-ended question, a tough question, but just with kind of vibe and all the things we've been talking about, getting the right people around you, being in the right space, like what's one thing you can say right now? <laughs> Safe. Sorry. No, you're good, love. Um, that, that would get people on that let's go vibe. You know, so... I don't mean to put you on the spot. No, 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 no it's good, know. it's good. I, I am, I am, we have this internal motivation, right? And things that things that motivate me are are little subtle details. I'm I'm a detail oriented person. I I like systems. I like I like knowing how the very minute details of things work. Right. I think when we look at a bigger picture, and I think the 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 thing that I'm like I like I told you one thing I want to do in this wellness industry is remind people that you have to work to feel better. Right. You have to work to be better. The the difference in performing as a paid athlete to performing to lose uh, weight to performing to uh, not have shoulder and neck pain anymore, the commonality in there is you have to work. So I, I think the thing that really kind of geeks me up on a day-to-day basis is, is reminding myself that people often overestimate what they can do in a day. Mm-hmm. So they think that they think that you know they're gonna come out there and they're gonna hit a two a day and they're gonna eat kale salads and they're gonna get nine hours of sleep and they're gonna crush work and it just doesn't seem very possible. Right. But what they underestimate is what can be done in a year because if you just find one thing to come out there and get better at today and then make sure you look at it tomorrow and get better at it tomorrow, that's consistent progress. That's what we look at as the adaptation principle, right, right? right? We get better at the things that we do. So, you know, if, if you're listening to this right now and, and you know, it, the one thing that I can impart on you is don't just get amped for today. Don't just get amped for tomorrow. Have that internal fire to continue to get better. Find something to measure, check in on it, check in on it again, and, and make sure that, that your pursuits are are constantly being pushed it's amazing i call it praise the process that's the term i use all the time oh, stop praising the product praise the process everybody's uh-huh. obsessed with like the end goal the bikini body becoming the doctor becoming the personal trainer that's the best and the, get over it start to praise the process because that's getting you what you want and understand that along the way there's going to be ridiculous bumps i because i'm in it every day i love to relate it to exercise life is an exercise plan in a lot of ways you don't rub your biceps and tell them, wow, you're beautiful. You're going to get so strong today. And then you wake up and they're stronger because you pet them and told them they're great. How do they get stronger? You broke you, them down. You broke them down. A lot of us want the buildup without the breakdown. There are too many people thinking in light. And it does work just like it does in the gym, which is why I love it. It's the same way with everything you do. If you're getting upset that a challenge is hitting you, if you're getting pissed off that like some type of 
even though it doesn't seem like there's a, a silver lining, like something that hit you, some type of adversity or challenge is there. If you're getting bummed and pissed off and van- pulling the why me thing, woe is me, all that shit, you're, you're missing the point of why it's there. There's a higher power, a universe, whatever. People want to call it God. People want to call it luck, whatever it is. The universe, in a way, is telling you this is here right now because it's time for you to get better than you were yesterday. And without that challenge, your biceps would not look cooler the next day. Straight up. Like, you think you're going to get toned biceps from petting them? No, it's from the breakdown. Do you think that you're going to get toned biceps by doing yesterday's bicep workout? That's another level of it. We must push this. Right. That's huge. Oh, I was going to end it right there, but I like just for a second, we just got to elaborate. Check the last time that you complained about something. Look at that situation one more time and say, could I have faced it or could I have checked it very differently and said, I'm excited that this is here because I can grow stronger from it in some way. Yeah, it sounds cliche. Absolutely. And somebody who's having a bad day right now is like, dude, shut the fuck. Like, oh my God, enough. I feel you. But if you put down your stubborn guard for a second and you just go into it and say like, hmm, okay, I really could have thought of this as like, this was an opportunity to not lose my patience. Like my boss is being a complete dick and it is his fault and I did nothing wrong. Actually, I did something good and he's calling me out for it or she's calling me out for it. Great. This is a challenge on your patience. Can you grow patience more? And then you have a stronger level of patience the next day you woke up because we, as humans, we love to be greater when we wake up the next day. Like we love, we love growth in any way. It's why we get up and put our feet on the floor. It's actually a biological need to adaptation is a biological need. And you know, we're adaptation machines, anything, anything in this world, whether that's plant life or, or human life, the second that something stops adapting to the stressors that are, that are put onto it, it, it withers and it dies. Mm-hmm. So we are, we are in New York, where you might not find a more stressful living situation. Right. You might not find a more stressful commute to work. You might not find a more stressful work environment. But you're here for a reason, and this is why we do it. You, as maybe not quite literally, but I want to say quite literally, are dying every day. If you're not searching for growth every day, I believe at 26 years old, how old are you? If you're comfortable saying I'm 31. So I love to, I'm a age is not a number guy is just a number guy. I'm a firm believer in age is just a number. I like to ask people on this show, how old are you? Because somebody in a different walk of life might be like, I can't relate to 26 year old Nick, but I can relate to 31 year old Harris, whatever. So I ask you that because I really think that like age is just a number and you can do whatever the hell you want at any age. And well, that was a little bold, but I feel as though I'm 26% of the way done. I'm going to live till hundred. At least. At least with the way health and wellness is going now and like medicine and all that, most of us, unless some crazy disease comes over us, God forbid, are living to a hundred. That's what I believe ish. So how are you going to get upset at 26 when you're faced with some massive issue or small issue you've got a ton of percentage left of your life right 74 percent. did i do the math right that's right left of your life where you 
have so much shit to learn. And without that challenge and breakdown, you're not going to learn it. Yet you're going to complain that it's there. You you will just get the uh, you will get the opportunity to learn the lesson again, and it will present itself again mm-hmm. and again and again in your life until you finally figure it out. Right, and then you'll get a new problem to deal with. And how does how is your perspective on it? That's really the that's the challenge because a lot of us will be like, oh, why me? I freaking am around people. Most people that come to us, I think, are that like they're looking for somebody to bring them enthusiasm positivity because they're down on themselves so i see it every day and it's just like as a i'm a behavioral change specialist i'm certified in that one of the things we learned is it's just like changing the way it's the same thing we talked about on the treadmill the same thing how are you looking at it it's that simple what is your reflection so like a lot of people complaining about their situation and circumstance take on every single one of them with the right mindset, just like you said, and it will change the, the way your entire life works. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Harris, tell us where we can find you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at strength in the city. I'm on Twitter at, at Harris Marietta. And you can find me training here at performance house. This is a man you need in your circle. He is worth every penny of his services. He is worth every bit of energy to be around. It is an honor and a pleasure it's to my, have you on it's my, pleasure, my show, my friend. So pumped Let's go. Let's go, baby. Love you, brother. Awesome. Thank, you, Thank you so much. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll Thanks. see you on the next one. Awesome. Peace. Woo. That was awesome. Yo, fam. I want to acknowledge you today for taking leaps and bounds towards a more epic life. Your support and attention is so greatly appreciated, and I never take it for granted. Thank you so much for listening. I would love if you would continue to be a part of the Nick Pags Fit fam. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. And I'll see you all on the next episode.